website, ojtooks.com. That is O-J-T as in Tom, O-K as in Kite, S as in Steve.com, ojtooks.com. Welcome again to the While You Are Single podcast and enjoy the show. Here is O.J. Tokes. Another example of God's generic will. He wants us to pray. And he wants us to have a relationship with him. He wants everyone to be saved. It's the same for everybody. So when you hear someone say, the will of God is for you to worship. Generic. The will of God is for you to fellowship. Generic. The will of God is for you to serve people. Generic. The will of God is for you to read your Bible. Generic. The will of God is for you to go to church. Generic. The will of God is for you to be a pilot. Specific. Specific. It's not for everybody. The will of God is for you to be a pastor. No. Specific. Ephesians 4. Thing 12 and 13. He gave some. Not all. Some. To be prophets. Apostles. Evangelists, pastors, and teachers. Everybody is not called to do that. That's specific. So, more often than not, people want to know God's specific will for their lives. And that's what I'm going to spend most of my time addressing tonight. I've learned seven guidelines that will help you find the specific thing that God has called you to do. Okay? Number one, it is through God that you will find it. It is through God that you will find it. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 says we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works which he prepared in advance for us to do. We are God's workmanship. Ephesians 2.10 We are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works which he prepared beforehand for us to do. If God has work which he has prepared in advance for me to do, I need to go to God and find out, okay, what is it that you are prepared for me to do? If I told someone here that um, my wife Dana has money for you, what, what would you guys do to get the money? You go to Dana. Dana, what's up? <laughs> Give me my money. <laughs> so God has work for you to do. So we go to God through prayer, through communication, through the word. Say, God, what have you called me to do? That's number one. It is through God that you will find it. Now, some of you might be like, well, Tokes, I already did that. I said, oh, all right, relax. <laughs> there are several guidelines. That's just the first one. Okay, we're starting from the bottom, and we're going to build from that. So step one, go to God, because it's through him that you will find it. Number two, Ephesians chapter 7, I'm sorry, Acts chapter 7, verse 23. Acts 7, 23, the New Living Translation and New International Version, and probably some other translation, does not capture a specific detail here. Sometimes the newer translations, you know, they just... You just summarize what the verse is saying. In the process, keywords are lost, okay? So this uh, 
quote I'm giving you, you will find it in Amplified, New King James Version. Even, the, um, even I like the way the New American Standard Bible phrases it. Acts 7.23 says, when Moses was 40 years old, it came into his heart to visit his brethren, the children of Israel. Number two, you'll have a heart for it. You will have a heart for it, meaning you'll have a desire, a passion, a longing, a zeal for whatever God has called you to do. You will have a heart for it. I like the way the NASB said it. It said when he was approaching 40, it entered his mind. It entered his mind. And they put a, um, a reference, meaning mind means heart. It entered his mind to visit his brethren, the children of Israel. And I'm taking for granted everybody understand what that means. That's when Moses was like, what's going on? Okay. So it entered his heart. So you will have a heart of passion for it. Now, some of you might be like, yo, Tokes. I have no desire. I have no passion. I'm not interested in anything. I'm like, wait a minute. Are you sure about that? Check your heart. Because a lot of times we hear about purpose and will. We think of something grandiose, something big, you know, um, something huge, something spectacular. You know, it may not be something like that. Just what are you passionate about? And like Nicole and some people address, what angers you because it's in your heart? What, 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 what are you passionate about? You know, what do you like doing that's easy for you? What, what is that? You might say, Tokes, I get you, but trust me, I got nothing in my heart. <laughs> nothing. No desire, no passion, nothing. If that's you, I'm like, okay, no problem. If that's the case, then the next point might be why. Point number one, it's through God that you will find it. Number two, you have a heart for it. And number three, there is a time for it. There is a time for it. So if you're here and like, man, folks, I ain't got nothing. Relax. Have a Coke and a smile. <laughs> it hasn't come yet. Notice in Acts 7.23, not only does it tell us what came into Moses' heart, it tells us when it came. When he was 40 years old, it came into his heart. The NASB says, it entered his mind, which means prior to that, it didn't enter. It didn't come. So if you've prayed, you've done number one, you've prayed, you've fasted, you've, you've spread ashes on your head, put on sackcloth like in the Old Testament, nothing happened, relax. And there's no desire in your heart, relax. He hasn't revealed it to you yet. Relax. Another difference between the generic will and the specific will is generic is timeless. You can start loving people today. You don't have to wait till tomorrow. For, no, start, <laughs> start, <laughs> start loving people today. Start worshiping today. Start reading the Bible today. Start going to church today. Start fellowshipping today. You can do all that. But the specific thing, there's a time for it. In fact, Acts 7.23 kind of gives me an idea. Maybe that's why we struggle with our purpose sometimes. It says it came to him. It didn't say he went to it. A lot of us are trying to find something, and I think perhaps God says, nah, it, it finds you. It came to him. 
Habakkuk, the book about vision. Is it 2.4 or 4.2? You scholars here. Habakkuk 2.4. It says, God is speaking to the prophet Habakkuk. It says, write the vision and make it plain so that the person that reads it will run with it. And at a time, the vision will speak. So God is telling the prophet to write something for somebody else. And at the right time, the thing that is written will speak to that person, but it's not time yet. The person is supposed to what? Tarry or wait for the time, because when, it, when it's time, it will not delay it. The vision will speak. So when it's time for your purpose, when it's time for God to reveal it to you, he will speak it to you. It will come to you. The question is, how does it come? It might come like it did for Moses. It just comes into your heart. It comes into your heart. It might come like it did for Joseph. It comes as a dream. 17 years old. That's when he came. It might come like a visitation from God, a divine visitation like it did for Mary. It might come like a visitation, a really strong one like it did for Paul. But it will come to you. In fact, I believe that there are four seasons regarding finding God's purpose. The first season is when you find out what it is. Okay? The second season is when you train for it. The third season is when you actually do it. And the fourth season is when you actually see the fruit of your labor. The problem for a lot of us is we want to jump from point one, when we find out about it, to point three and four, when we do it and see the fruit of it. It doesn't work like that. In Exodus 2.12, which gives us more detail about Acts 7.23. It came into Moses' heart. Dude steps out to visit his Israelite brothers, and he sees an Egyptian maltreating one of his brethren, and he killed the guy. Who told you to kill an Egyptian? Well, it's my purpose. Who told you to kill an Egyptian? And now he's running for his life. And sometimes God gives us something, want to jump out, and do it, and we end up killing relationships. When Moses eventually began to fulfill his purpose, how many Egyptians did Moses kill with his own hands? Zero. Just a refresher. Number one, it's through God that you find it. Number two, you have a heart for it. And number three, there's a time for it. And that time involves when you find out. Moses at 40. When you train for it, Moses between 40 and 80 at the back of the desert. When you actually do it, Moses at 80 years old. And when you actually see it, Moses at 120, he saw the promised land from afar. Joseph, 17, finds out about it. Between 17 and 30, he's training for it. He probably doesn't know, but he's training for it. At 30, he begins to do it. And between then and the rest of his life, he began to see the fruit of it. Actually, one could argue that seven years later when the famine came, that's when the, you know, he predicted that you know, in seven years there's going to be a famine and blah, blah, blah. So he got to see these things later. But there's a process that everyone goes through. So wherever you are, that's probably what's going on. That you, have to, you have to train for it. Okay? Number, what's the next point? Point number four. There's a place for it. There's a place for it. Number one, it's through God that you find it. Number two, 
You'll have a heart for it. Number three, there's a time for it. Number four, there's a place for it. There, that place can be looked at in two perspectives or two, two divisions or two kinds of places. The first place is a spiritual place where you are with God. The second place is a physical place where you are physically or geographically. Okay, Let's deal with the spiritual place where you are with God. The best way I can describe this place is brokenness. Brokenness. It's a place where you are so broken. Where you say, it's a place where you're like, God, you know what? You got this. It's a place where you're like, God, I've tried and I'm tired. Okay, God, you handle this. It's a place where nobody has to tell you, don't do it anymore because you've done everything. It's like, God, I surrender all for real. For real. real, Just, all right, God, I'm listening. An example of that can be seen in Genesis chapter 32, verses 22 to 32. Genesis 32, 22 to 32. Paraphrasing the stories about Jacob. He is wrestling with an angel. How many of you have ever wrestled with God? Just wrestling with an angel. Wrestling. It's like, I'm not going to leave you until you bless me. Father God, I need you. I need you. Help me out. And the angel touched his hip and broke it. Broke it. He was broken. Broke it. Then he changed his name. He changed his calling. You're not Jacob, a deceiver, a supplanter. You are Israel. You're a prince with God. He was broken. Then a purpose was presented to him. This is who you are. But he was broken in that place. And somebody once said, before God can reveal your work, he has to change your walk. He was broken. That's a spiritual place. Humility. God gives grace to the humble. Where you're just so humble. You're, you're crying, you just, you're like, God, I'm done. I'm tired. Okay, God, what, what do you want me to do? A lot of us have to get to that place. Have to get to that place in order to move forward. That's a spiritual place. The physical place is an environment. You have to get to that physical place. In Exodus, I believe it's in chapter 3, verse 2, it talks about how Moses was in the back of the desert tending sheep, and it says something about him being near the mountain of God, Horeb or Mount Sinai, and some translations don't catch this, but some do, and they said, there an angel spoke to him. He got into an environment. Notice how the scripture kind of builds the story. He gets near Sinai, and the Bible says, there an angel spoke to him. While You Are Single podcast. We hope that you were informed, inspired, and impacted. O.J. Tooks has written a life-changing book titled Rejected for a Purpose, How God Uses Rejection to Help You Find and Fulfill Your Destiny. If you would like to learn more about the book, please visit ojtokesministries.org. That is ojtokesministries.org. 
like Christian inspirational hip hop, check out OJ Toke's Christian Inspirational Hip Hop album, A Breath of Fresh Air, which is now available on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, and other music outlets. You can also learn more about his music by going to ojtokesministries.org. Thanks again for listening to the While You Are Single podcast, which OJ Tokes presents weekly, every Monday. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please share with your friends and join us again next Monday. Until then, take care and stay blessed.